Hello and welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and chemistry whiz, Ellen Fidian, is talking about the fluid physics of champagne cork popping with yours truly, Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist whose favourite fluids are blood, gin and sometimes champagne. So there can be many good reasons to pop the champagne and sometimes you just don't need a reason at all. But why does it pop? According to a team of French and Indian researchers, the fizz is hiding some surprisingly complex fluid dynamics. Ellen, I love that we're doing this story today because as you can tell, I like to drink champagne and I love fluid mechanics. So let's get down to it. What makes champagne bubble? Weird. I love champagne too. What a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this thing that actually makes it bubble is yeast. So yeast is added to the bottle uh, when they're fermenting it. And the microbes produce carbon dioxide, so about 10 grams of carbon dioxide per bottle. Um, And that carbon dioxide then turns into a gas once you open the bottle. So it's actually dissolved in the liquid because it's kept at a very, very high pressure. Right. And once you take the cork off, that's the thing that makes the fizz, those carbon dioxide suddenly turns into bubbles. So you've got about 49 million bubbles per bottle. That is huge. So we've got 49 million bubbles We've got our carbon dioxide dissolved in the liquid and then once we release that pressure, is that what causes the pop? What happens? Yeah. So, yeah, it's all a game of pressure and gas basically. So you loosen the cork a little bit and that lets the pressure in the bottle drop slightly. So that means that all of that dissolved carbon dioxide in the liquid is suddenly able to turn into a gas. So it does. As it turns into a gas, it increases the pressure in the bottle because the cork's still there. So it starts to build up. The cork moves a bit again. The pressure builds up again. It's kind of this chain reaction. And eventually there's enough gas expanding that, and it builds up enough pressure that the cork pretty much pops straight out. And then the gases flow out straight after it. And those gases are actually flowing at supersonic speeds. The pressure's built up so much that they're breaking the sound barrier, which I think is completely wild. So that pop is actually a tiny sonic boom. That is wild. Like that is actually intense. So what you're saying is the pop is gases breaking the speed of sound. That's exactly right. And that actually happens way more frequently than you would think. So balloons popping, that's also a sonic boom. Um, Whips cracking. Finger snaps are actually a tiny sonic boom as well. So we break the sound barrier more than we would think. Okay, do you know what? I had no idea about any of this, but I do have a question. How do we actually know all of this, Ellen? Thanks to, unsurprisingly, a number of French researchers and some Indian researchers as well joined the team. So a few years ago, they took all of this high-speed footage of champagne popping at different temperatures and watching the cork kind of shoot out and then followed all of the gas shockwaves from there. One of them is actually from the Université de Rheims champagne ardennes I hope I pronounced that correctly. Do you want me to have a go, Ellen? Yes, I please. Think it's Thank you. Yes. L'Université de Reims champagne ardennes beautiful so in in my completely butchering accent the champagne region of france yep i think that's fine it's the champagne region of france it's the region in france where they make champagne yeah so it's champagne and not bubbly was the was the reason i was explaining that they're actually looking at real champagne not not just sparkling wine which is very important because we are talking about the physics of champagne and not just sparkling wine Absolutely. Absolutely. And they talked about in the paper, which I thought was delightful, they called champagne a mini laboratory, which I thought was really (laughs) cool. So 
they followed up this high-speed footage with a number of computer simulations that are modelling the shock waves from the gases kind of moving out of this bottle. I love everything about this. My second favourite thing are <laughs> computer simulations of fluid things. What did they find? So they found that the escaping gas waves form shock diamonds, which I understand is a pretty wild thing. They're patterns that normally happen in rocket exhausts. Is that correct? Yeah, that is genuinely crazy, Ellen. So from my understanding, shock diamonds are essentially the standing wave pattern that you get, and it's got to do with sort of pressure. And But, yeah, you only see them in kind of rocket exhausts. Like it's these things that are moving crazy, crazy fast. Like I would not expect to see that kind of physics related to opening a bottle of champagne. Like that blows my mind. Mm. Well, that's apparently what is happening inside the champagne <laughs> bottle, which I think is really, really cool. And then after that, the symmetry of the bottle causes this kind of crown-shaped supersonic expansion, apparently. Um, and then after a few milliseconds, the pressure's dropped. So it's only a very, very short amount of time that we've got stuff breaking the sound barrier. And then that means that gases are no longer moving at the speed of sound. But because of the, the shock diamonds, they think that the simulations they've developed might actually be really useful for modelling rocket exhausts or wind turbines, you know, things that are much, much bigger than champagne bottles. So hopefully they can get a lot more useful data out of that. What a crazy story. I love this. The fact you get shock diamonds, as you can tell, is nuts to me. But what I love is that somehow someone has found a way to bring champagne and rockets together for me, and it was all with the help of fluid mechanics. What? <laughs> Science. Ellen, fantastic, amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for listening. So be sure to keep an ear out for our next instalment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. From Listener and Cosmos magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.